previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Oh god, please let this fucking work. I done goofed you guys. Oh, I gave her a purple herring. Would you be giving my wife one? Where's the baby on the drums? Now dance, you impoverished fuck. Dance for Elon. Hello everyone out there in the big wide world, hello, good evening, good morning, wherever you're watching and whenever you're listening even. Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals gather together on the medium of the internet, work together, drink together and do a little aural escape room together. That is the goal. We come to you every two weeks with an escape room of the years and with a pubisode in between those to lighten the mood. My name is John, I'm your host this evening. And I was once described by a very distinguished gentleman as six foot ten of tact. <laughs> Who could have said that? <laughs> Who could have said that? A man of great perspicacity. Yes. Oh, good word. Wow. Right. And locked in with me tonight, we have... Uh, I'm Alid, and I recently found the Fountain of Youth and partook of it, only to discover that it's cost me my facial hair. Yeah. I mean, so for the, for the listeners, Alid does look about eight years younger. Ten. Ten years younger, um, but in a sort of slightly... I don't really know how to describe it. You know when people have those really terribly executed filters that sort of smooth out the face? (laughs) It's a little bit like that without the beard. It takes ten years off. Fair enough. Hi, I'm Anna Koos, and Jonathan persists in calling me Danish, even though I am from the Netherlands. And I'm Dom, and about a year ago, I found the Fountain of Youth and pissed in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the taste was. Is that why you've got the facial hair? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Give it back. (laughs) There is a beautiful irony here, because again, for the listeners who cannot see, Dom is sporting enough beard for five men. (laughs) And without it, I would look about six years old. I've never seen you without a beard. I don't think I, no one who's met me since I was 16 has a girl a woman rather recently described beards to me as like makeup for men which really which explains why you two look terrible yeah well clearly um she said it had the same sculpting effect on men's faces as makeup does on women's faces and in that case mine is kind of caked on <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. But yeah, it got me thinking. Maybe one day I shall. Maybe. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Now, dear listener, you may be wondering what the Infinite Escape Room is. Well, it is an escape room. But unlike most escape rooms out there in the world, it is one, still operating. Thank you, Ashley, downturn <laughs> for that. And two, three. And three. Yes, one, two, three. Yes, three. It goes on infinitely. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links seamlessly into the next one in one giant, never-ending escape experience adventure. Every two weeks, one member of the team brings the room, and tonight it's me. And it is fresh. So fresh, in fact, that some of it I don't have notes for and will be describing from memory. So we don't even know if it's cooked wrong. all the way through. Yes, this is very much the risky chicken dinner of, of escape rooms. <laughs> <laughs> it could be fine is this a, i was gonna say is this the right time to tell you i'm a vegetarian probably a raw potato uh, yes. then it, <laughs> <laughs> that is one advantage of being a veggie isn't it you really have to screw up to get veggie food poisoning don't you like you've you've got a complete 
completely cock that up. Or pick your own mushrooms. Yes. Or I've done that many times, um, relying heavily. Yeah, relying heavily on Google Lens and a bit of um, eliminate the worst possibilities and then go for it. And uh, with a bit of garlic butter, it has always been delicious. Well, I mean, John, I've known you to eat, what was it, oysters, mushrooms? No, not mushrooms, uh, mussels, mm. um, some kind of shellfish, mm. which I think was about four days past its best before date. Did this happen? Or use by date even. This happened, you sent us all a message on a group chat saying, I'm going to eat them anyway, after having asked for advice and getting about 10 people saying, don't do it, you idiot. And of course you did it anyway. And here you are, you've lived to tell the tale, but not to remember the tale. Which I think which is telling. Yes. somewhat <laughs> worrying, yeah. yeah exactly. He came to on the bathroom floor three days later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And said, see, I'm fine. Yeah, I could do with some lobster. Now, times are tight, ladies and gentlemen. So every episode of The Infinite Escape Room is brought to you by a sponsor. And this week is brought to you by The Back of the Cupboard Cocktails. Have you promised a pina colada and run out of pineapple? Have you boasted a Bloody Mary and wanted for Worcestershire sauce? Then you need the back of the cupboard. We accurately recreate the taste of a homemade cocktail with any old shit that sounded close. It won't be perfect. It won't be nice. It won't be what you said you could make. But it will be a drink to remember. So go ahead and stick your arm in the back of the cupboard. Who knows what you'll find? Now, jokes aside... We do have sponsors, but they are not dodgy companies selling shoggy services. No, they are our growing legion of Patreons, the good folk out there, listeners just like you, who chuck us a few quid every month to keep the metaphoric show on the road and keep me personally in dodgy spirits. No, it's a, it's a literal show on a metaphoric road. The, what? You said it was a metaphoric show on a road. It's a real show on a metaphoric road. The show, it's not metaphoric. It does exist. But if the road's metaphoric and the show is on it, aren't they both metaphoric? No, because the show no? is real. We're doing it. But the road isn't. If the show were a metaphor, what would it be for? But you can't have... You can't mix... <laughs> Welcome a... to the Philosophy <laughs> Podcast. You can't mix a metaphor... Like, you can't have a real car on a metaphoric road, can you? I think you'll find it happened all the time to Wiley Coyote. Uh, this is true, with disastrous consequences. Exactly. In any case... What I meant to say uh, was that the Infinite Escape Room is sponsored by real people. Tonight, I would like to thank just a few of them. Hill Burton, Caroline Hardman, Colin Walker, Ryan Sparrow, and C.D. Doily. God, I love that name. <laughs> that is the best name. C.D., I salute your parents. Thank you for your continued support. And now, Alid, Dom, Onikos, are you ready to enter the Infinite Escape Room? We are. Hi, hi, Captain. Metaphorically speaking, yes. <laughs> then in we go. Last week, the team was sucked body and soul into a telephone. Before you can take the time to consider the implications of this remarkable achievement, you must spat back out with a tingly feeling in your kidneys, as if you'd gone over a hill a bit too fast. There's an old telephone receiver in your hand. Instinctively, you place it back on its stand and step out of an ancient, rusted red booth. The booth stands by an imposing garden wall that stretches off into the distance in both directions, its journey interrupted only by a large gate a few feet away. A for sale sign hangs on the gate. You are, you now realise, holding a sales brochure in your hand, featuring 
large family home with grounds in need of light refurbishment. You step through the gate. A heavy fog hangs over the grounds, deadening the sound of crunching gravel as you proceed toward the house. Ancient apple trees long dead stand in rows stretching off to either side, ordered in their placement and chaotic in their halted growth, an untended orchard. Just as the house looms out at you, another shape appears on your left, a hole in the ground of unmistakable shape and size. A shovel stands, proud of a pile of earth next to it, as if the gravedigger might return at any moment to finish the job. But the piled earth is overgrown with wretched weeds, scrambling up the shovel, tendrils reaching toward the handle. This scene has been thus for a very long time. Spooky. You are, quite suddenly, inside the house. An ancient door creaks closed behind you. All is quiet. You hear a straining creak. And suddenly the door handle rips off of its fastenings and floats comically through the air, materialising in front of you in the hand of a ghost. The ghost is an old man in fine Georgian dress. He has a bullet wound in the centre of his brow. He glares at you, reaches into his head and retrieves a musket ball. Then he takes the door handle and hurls it across the room, smashing against a curious armoured cabinet to your left. From the cradle to the grave, but not I, not I. And with that, he vanishes into the cabinet, dropping the musket ball at your feet. What would you like to do? I mean, he's quoting Cradler Full's lyrics, isn't he? That's interesting. Is he? Uh, that is not relevant. <laughs> uh, can we have a look at the musket ball? You can. You, you pick it up. It is a small, real musket ball. It seems to have survived perfectly intact from its impact uh, and is a perfect sphere as far as you can tell. There's no engravings on it or anything like that? No, no markings on it. Can we have a look at the armoured cabinet? Mm. Okay. Uh, so the armoured cabinet is uh, towards your, your left side. So it's a square room, and I'm going to do everything in north, south, east, and west. So you have entered through the front door, which is in the middle of the south wall. So the armoured cabinet is on the west wall, just before you get to the middle of it. So the cabinet itself is, is a double-doored cabinet made in the manner of an ancient strongbox. It has a central lock that is hidden from view by a pair of large bars in the form of an X. The bars appear to be movable, but they are shut tight. What else is in the room with us? Okay, so if you follow with your eyes from the cabinet up the west wall, there is a large panelled door right in the centre of that wall. Then there are some stairs going upwards and around the corner, going along the north wall, uh, ending in a small balcony in the north-east corner. On the east side, the east wall, there is an identical panel door, again, right in the centre of the wall. And beyond that, in the southeast uh, southeast corner, there is a ladder. Just resting against the wall, or does it lead to anything? Just resting against the wall. The sort of ladder that uh, kind of Victorian workmen would use. Wooden ladder, you know, not massive. Are there any pictures on the walls at all? Why Onikos? What an interesting question to ask. 
Yes, there are. So just by the stairs, so in the sort of northwest corner, there is indeed a picture. I shall describe it to you. Uh, a Georgian-era painting of a boy with both parents. They are standing in the same room that you are now. The boy resembles the ghost from earlier. Does he have a bullet hole in his forehead? No, he does not. <gasps> okay, so it was painted before that. <laughs> <laughs> do we know Do we know when it was painted? No, there's no obvious date or, or, or signature or any other information on it. Um, and just to get ghoulish, um, mm-hmm. when we saw the ghost with the hole in his head mm. from the musket mm-hmm. ball, did it appear to be a self-inflicted wound or was it um, achieved in battle? That's not the right word. Did he? Did somebody else do it to him? Difficult to say. Um, it was in the centre yeah. of his forehead, you said. Yeah. Yes, yeah, pretty and, much banging in the centre of his forehead. And if if we're if he is Georgian, rather than just dressing up as one, then it presumably mm. would have been a, a flintlock pistol at the very least, which were about this long. So it would be very hard to shoot yourself in the forehead mm. with one of them. However, um, duels by pistol were relatively common then, and taking one to the forehead in a duel, perfectly possible. That's some good aim. Mm. Cracking aim with one of those things. <laughs> like the worst paintball gun ever. Okay. I really like that back, back when they did that. If you both missed, that was the end of the duel. Like, you just go, oh, well, that's that settled. <laughs> no more beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're good. Um, and so that's the only picture in the in the entire room. Uh, well, without wishing to give the game away, you, you know, you're on the ground floor and there are some stairs. Yeah, leading up to a balcony and two doors. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, while we're by that painting, though, is it fastened securely to the wall? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, is there any inscription or anything by it? Nope, nothing further. Okay. Not even a signature of the painter? Nothing you can make out. It's very old painting. Hmm. Can we have a look at the ladder? Uh, you can. You can have a look. It's light enough that you could pick it up and move it around. It's a solid-looking wooden ladder. It's not huge. It's probably about 10 feet long. What happens if I climb up? Uh, you're up near the ceiling. Great. Is it well? I get to feel what it's like to be you. <laughs> Damn it. Um, the, the door in the western wall, is it openable? It appears to be locked. It, it appears how? Is there a keyhole? Uh, well, it, it won't open. You pull the handle, you push the handle, nothing happens. There is, is curiously, no keyhole. Okay. Same with the eastern door? Same with the eastern door. It is identical. But no key, no lock, no way of locking it. Okay. Correct. Um, what's the wall covering like? I mean, is it the kind of wall where it's like all panelled in wood and there might be hidden... So... Sorry, I've read too many of the famous five books as... A, there's no such thing you, as too many. Thank you. Um, <laughs> every house has to have like secret little... Definitely an interesting line of thought, uh, but nothing obvious. No, wood panelled in very, very old oak, probably. Very dark, very dingy. Think Miss Havisham's house, that kind of thing. I've never been there. No, nor I. Charles Dickens, Great Expectations, Miss Havisham, come on. I know who it is, I just never went to her house. I've heard of her. (laughs) But however you imagine that place, that's what this is. 80s disco. Um, (laughs) Shall we go up? (laughs) Shall we go um, up the stairs? Yeah, up the balcony. Okay, up the stairs you go. Reaching the top of the stairs, uh, you're now... 
walking along with the north wall on your left, there is no obvious way out of here. There is another painting in front of you. Is that at the balcony at the top? Yes, on the east wall. What's on the painting? A Georgian-era painting of a baby in the arms of its mother. Does the baby have a... Uh, Does the mother... For... <laughs> Sorry. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, it's, I think it's beautiful that you just keep asking. Does, does he have... Does the mother have a bullet hole? He died as a baby, but he, he managed to grow up as a ghost. Yeah. Something for Casper to aspire to. Um, <laughs> the mother in the painting, does she look anything like the mother in the other painting? She does, very much. Younger, obviously, but yes. Is there anything obvious about this painting that we should have noticed apart from the subject matter oh come on i can't <laughs> <laughs> all right does, is the, does the is the mother holding a flintlock pistol sorry is the mother holding a flintlock pistol right? <laughs> how specific do we have to be <laughs> no no she is not is but the baby you, crying want, the baby's not crying the baby seems fine they seem fine is there anything like along the the frame of the painting does the painting come off the wall ah Feeling on the frame of the painting, you find you can indeed easily remove it from the wall, revealing a large hole in the wall. Was it made by a musket? It was not a very large hole. A hole that a human could easily fit through, taking you into the next room. What do you think, guys? Mm. Shotgun. No, I'm pretty sure we were in a musket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The balcony continues on the other side of the wall and you move into a new room. On your left-hand side is a sealed gun cabinet and below you on the lower level of the room, on the southeast corner, there is another picture, a strange lever in the floor and in the middle of the east wall is a giant symbol. So which wall was the... uh... Start again, please, with what's below us. I was busy drawing a gun cabinet. Okay, I really want to know what your gun cabinet looks like. Um, So the gun cabinet is on the north wall at your level, so it's kind of with you. But on the lower level, on the east wall, right in the middle of the wall, is a large symbol. And in the southeast corner, there is another painting. You can't really make out what's in it from here. It's too far away. And by the painting, a strange lever. How are you spelling symbol? Good question. Uh, symbol is an icon, not instrument. Okay. And not one of the many iterations of Prince. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go downstairs and get the ladder. Mm, we need to look at this painting. Okay, so you lower the ladder down and then all climb down. The painting in this room, just a moment... A Georgian-era painting of a middle-aged man. He is surrounded by a group of adults. They are carrying hunting rifles. There are two women and four men of various ages. Two women? The women were allowed to hunt? Is it four men and two women? Four men and two women. And the men are all holding guns or the women holding guns as well? Uh, Irrelevant. Sorry, the women are irrelevant, I'm saying. <laughs> Years of suffrage says not. <laughs> also, I'm interested that they're carrying rifles, despite the fact that he said he was shot with a musket. Oh, for fuck's sake. Does the, does the middle-aged man hold a gun? <laughs> oh, one of the hunters appears to be shooting a pedant. Everyone applauds. Uh, I'm actually a semanticist. Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. <laughs> 
So, but are but can you answer the question? Are they holding shooting apparatus? Fine. Yes, of they are. Yes, they may are. Have I have to change my drawing now. Draw, come every, on. Okay. Everyone's got a gun. Everyone's got a gun. Oh, not slingshots. Damn, Everyone. Okay. okay, great. I love that for the women. Um, again, when we look at this painting, is the middle-aged man the same as the ghost? He appears to be yes. But this is pre-hole in his head. Pre-hole in his head. Just for Dom's reassurance. So maybe quite, um, and when, quite near pre. How how old was he when as, as a ghost? Oh, he was an old man. Oh, okay. So we've got another painting. Oh, to he was find, an old maybe. man. Okay. Is there anybody on the painting who's looking shiftily at the middle-aged man? Nope. No obvious suspects. Are anyone, any one of their eyes following us around the room? Well, I mean, yes, all of them, because it's a creepy old painting. That's what they do. Okay, but it's not like actual eyes through through holes. No, in no, okay. no. I, th- th- you've, you've got everything you need from the painting, guys. The, the painting is solid. <laughs> I'll tell you God. when I'm done appreciating um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, what about the frame? When we touch the frame, does it lift this away? This one does appears it have to be solid. Nothing hidden upon it, and it does not easily move. Can you describe the symbol to me? I won't describe it to you. I'll show it to you. It is in the text chat now. Always makes for better radio to not describe it. Okay, it is a really shittily drawn spiral. How dare you? It looks like a roulade. <laughs> hey, well, maybe you should have described took- it then, John. <laughs> but it is a beautifully rendered Celtic iconic spiral thing. <laughs> it's a chocolate roulade. It has an air. It is a chocolate roulade, isn't it? I've drawn mm. a chocolate. Oh, I thought roulade. it was, was strawberry. Say red, so I'm thinking it's a it's a jam roll. <sighs> Christ. Yeah. It's okay. A, so it's, who, a, it's a jam roll. It's a jam roll. How has the jam roll been rendered on the wall? Is it is it just painted on there or? It's symbolic. Uh, of gluttony. Yeah, painted on there. Painted on there very brightly. Okay. Um, it does somewhat bring to mind a target. Is there anything, are there any sort of musket balls or anything embedded in it? Nope. Is there an indent that would fit a musket ball? There is nothing. Or the back of a head? Nothing. Hitting nope. the it target? It is just a symbol That's, on a no. wall. Okay. Um, is there anything on the opposite wall? The door to the room. Uh, Which we haven't oh. tried yet. Oh, of course, yeah. I drew them as I didn't have space to actually draw them next to each other, so mine are separate. So I didn't actually work that out okay. spatially. Yes, of course. A, is it barred or something, or is it still just locked? It's still just locked. Can we inspect the lever? You can inspect the lever. I was going to say, is there? There's no. There's no actual lock here. There's no. It's just that the door, the door will door. not open. There's a handle, classic knob, but turning it, pushing it, pulling it, nothing happens. It appears to be locked. But if we pull the lever. If you pull the lever, you hear a loud click from the lobby. The lever, however, is sprung. So as soon as you let go of it, it returns to its original position and you hear another click. Okay, so the, if the doors are locked by lever, so we just split up. Yeah, I elect to stay here and hold down that lever then. Okay, Dom, you're staying in the right-hand room and holding the lever in the open position. Are, are you guys going back? We're both going to have to go back and be on each door because there's two doors. Interesting, yes. Let's do that. So returning to the lobby, uh, you find that when Don pulls the lever, the door to the other as-yet-unexplored room opens, and you also hear a click come from the armoured cabinet as one of the beams concealing the lock is removed. Nice. However, if Dom releases the lever, the beam replaces itself and the door locks again. So, Dom, you've got to stay there for this lock to stay open. 
So we're in an old Georgian house. Are there any large carpets rolled out across the floor? There is no obvious way <laughs> to hold that lever open without being there, Dominic. Can't we use the musket ball to jam it? Yep. No. <laughs> yeah, you no, said, you, you started off with yes. Reason. That was a yes. I, kn- I knew you would do this. I knew you would start. <laughs> no. The musket ball. I'm thinking, can we jam the ladder underneath mm. it? Or... We could, but then we wouldn't be able um, to get back up to the balcony. This is true. It's almost like I planned this. Well, no, because if the lever is if the lever is um, engaged, then surely all the doors are open. Only until it... And therefore... Oh, of course. Yes, we don't need to get back up to the balcony. No, this door isn't open. Correct. So we do still have to get back up to the balcony because it's the you western do. door that's open. That is correct. I mean, you haven't even explored the other room yet, guys. Like, there's a whole whole other world to right. discover. We'll go to the other but room, But before we John. do that, let's jam this door open so that when the levers release, it doesn't... Is the door auto-closing Ow. or not? Is it got a... The door is automatically closing. God, those Jordans were advanced. Yeah, it's a fire door. Yes. Why not? I'll hold the door open. It's fine. Okay. Aled holds the door open while Onikos explores the room. Onikos, in the left-hand room, you find on the south... It's another square. You're entering through the east. Uh, in the southeast corner, there is another lever. In the southwest corner, there is an armchair, and there is a painting on the wall next to it. In the middle of the west wall is a large letter grid right in the middle of the wall on a mirror. And that is everything in the room. I've got an important question, John. Yes? The armoured cabinet and the door in the lobby mm-hmm. on the same wall on the eastbound wall westbound wall they are on the westbound wall in the lobby yes Yes. with that click and with me holding the door can i reach the armored cabinet whilst holding the door open you absolutely can right if we pull that lever Mm -hmm. and the armored cabinet fully unlocks i can reach it from where i am only one of the two uh blocking beams releases so one of them retracts yes but we've got an armchair now so we can just move that into the doorway that you are currently standing in alid that works let me lift this heavy georgian armchair first before we're not that uh, heavy horsehair the armchair is very heavy i don't think you're going to be able to lift it i think we should try yeah it's one of those uh, cast iron uh, armchairs i think those famous cast iron georgian armchairs mm. isn't it john we don't need to lift it we can armchair. walk it it's fine <laughs> why did i put the armchair in <laughs> so we can block the door open <laughs> <laughs> all right can i go have a look at the armchair you can is there any evidence it's, as to why it's so heavy uh it's made of like leather and mahogany and it's huge it's the kind of thing that a vampire lord would sit in you know big armchair big old armchair for in there for a long time and definitely definitely shouldn't be moved okay is there any money tucked down the sides of it N- i mean it seems implausible that after this on there wouldn't be but for the sake of the puzzle no there isn't because you know we'll shove okay. it in the lever um <laughs> i know I, at this point i'm like there must be nothing else in this room Tell me about the painting, John. So this is presumably going to be another painting of our dear departed ghost. Mm. What's he doing this time? Uh, So it is a Georgian-era painting of a young man. He sits in an armchair next to a very large mirror. In the mirror, we can see reflected the artist painting the portrait. He is standing in front of a large internal panelled door. So this one was painted in the room that you are standing in, and the artist stood in front of the door and painted 
the man in the armchair. And painted himself, and, which is... And painted himself. Pretty vain. Um, does the artist seem to have a uh, musket on him? No. Does the man sat in the armchair have a bullet hole in his... So, okay, so I... I've literally told you there's a gun cabinet in this room, and that's the one place you haven't looked for a gun. Because it's locked. Oh, no, that was well, the we're come back cabinet. to that. The gun cabinet. No, there's another gun cabinet, but it's also locked. Is it not? It, no, there was a it, gun it cabinet. It is, but on you, the... you never asked how it was locked. You, you never asked anything about it. You haven't <laughs> we haven't been to the gun cabinet. The gun cabinet that's on the balcony, is it? Uh, in the it is. eastern room. That is correct. So, wait, so if Dom lets go of his lever for a second. Mm hmm. And goes to that cabinet. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'll go and have a look at that. Yeah. As you let go of the lever, the door into the west room shuts and the armoured cabinet closes again or reseals. So, taking a look at the gun cabinet, Don, uh, you can see inside is a musket, uh, but it is padlocked with a four digit combination lock. God, those sneaky Georgians. Mm hmm. Um, back to the painting. Yes. So the artist is not obviously gunning for the um, sitter, as it were. Right. But it is the same young man who we know as a ghost and who we've seen as a baby and as a middle-aged man on other paintings. Mm -hmm. He's now an old man in the armchair. And again, can I just feel around the frame of the painting? There isn't anything obvious there. Nothing obvious. Okay. Would you like a stare? I don't know if we need one yet. We haven't looked. What can we see the a steer? Yeah, we're not done yet. The letter grid on the on the mirror. Mm. Ah, yes, of course, the letter grid. Now, I am no artist, um, but yes, these letters are printed onto a large mirror. So, as you've already said about not being an artist, can I check straight off? Are they supposed to be? unevenly don't, aligned don't you dare don't you dare no i just mean is it is the is the terrible kerning important like how the grouping of them from left to right how there's there's uneven spaces is that important just just i'm just having a breathe i think it's georgian dom it's it's a period okay period. Mm, yep even though the actual letters are not oh my god yes <laughs> it is not relevant all that is relevant is the location of the letters and the fact they're on a mirror if it's inverted, it says Tel Aikau Nelb Maida. You're a genius, Salad. That's the answer. Oh, I had a question. Oh, yeah. When I look in the mirror, can I see anything other than just the room reflected the back mirror to me as I see it? It appears to be a true mirror. Okay. And again, nothing weird about the frame. Nothing weird about the frame. No ghostiness in it. It is exactly as it appears to be. Um, L-L-E-T-U-A-C-I-B-L-E-N-A-P-Y-M. So the fact it's on a mirror would make me think that Alid wasn't too far off, especially as the first line is a word backwards. But The I'm problem wrong. is, if you actually do, is a true mirror, that means the letters will be backwards when it's the right way around. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if John would have thought mm. of that. I mean, this, this graphic he did, is He terrible. explicitly said it's a true mirror, so I've just inverted the letters, so now it doesn't so make sense. what I meant by... Okay, a what I meant mirror. by a true mirror is that there's no, like, it's not going to show you ghosts or anything. It's just... Oh, I found bullet. Hang on, I found bullet. My something, bullet... Is it bullet for my Valentine? No, I haven't got a V. My... Oh, I see, we can track it round. <sighs> so, oh, yes, well, well done. Bullet in my... Forehead. P Where are you getting the F from? Pale. 
No, no, it's just uh, that's just bullet in my place. And then what bullet do we do in with my place? A bullet in yeah. my place. Oh, do you know what? It's the it's the same it's the same shape as the spiral in the other room. It's oh, as the roulade. There we go. Good. I can, that's the well that's done. the um very yeah. nice. In that case, can we put the musket in his chair? No, the musket, the the um the musket ball. The musket ball. I've just um now that Onikos has uh envisioned that, I've just put what that would look like with the symbol overlaid on top of the mirror into the chat. Oh, there is a P. I wrote it down. There is a P, yes. So it does say a bullet in my place, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it does. So his place was in the so, was in the armchair in the painting. So Well, or in his mother's arms, depends on where we're Yeah, but her, his mother's arms aren't around here, are they? Have we seen his mother's arms anywhere? No. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't met all the ghosts. Um no, okay, so let's try putting the musket ball in the armchair. I should say at this point you have five and a half minutes left. Then let's put the bus let's put the, the ball in the armchair. Yeah, musket ball in the in the armchair. <laughs> okay. okay. So what is his place then? From What's cradle to grave, not I, not I. So that would imply from cradle to grave, not I, not I. Uh, hopefully the re- the repetition of not I, not I doesn't mean anything because uh, that really did, did me in on the one about the train journeys. Cradle to grave. So we, we've got paintings of his whole life. Mm-hmm. But it says not I, not I. Apart from the grave. Yes. Does it need to go, does it need to go into the grave? Well, there is a grave outside, but we know that he's not He's got not no way it. of opening the door. He's not, he's in, not it, in it, so he's probably in the armoured cabinet. And I've got a four, four-digit thing Lock. to fill in. Yeah, but I've no idea. So, okay, does what happens? Have I pulled? Have I pulled the lever in my room yet? You haven't. Oh, fantastic! What happens if I pull? If that? you pull the lever in your room, you hear it two clicks from the lobby. The door to the right room swings open. The room that Dom is currently in, and the second beam on the armored cabinet retracts, revealing the lock, which is a fragile key lock with the same spiral symbol on it. So can we put the musket ball into that lock? You can push the ball at the key lock. Yeah. yeah but Not nothing. I mean, the, the lock rattles a bit. Is there anything else in the gun cabinet that we've missed? Only the gun. So it's a musket that's locked up. Is there anything on the gun that looks a bit like a spiral? No. Oh, no, because it's locked up. God damn it. Um, I mean, you can see it. There's that sort of hatched iron bars and glass. You can see the... Okay, so how many people are in the paintings? We've got how, we've got four paintings, right? Mm. So not I, not I, so ignore him. So in the first one, it's a mother, so that would be one. In the second one, it's both parents, so that would be two. Uh, in the third one, it's six, not including him. No. Oh, I don't know which order we're supposed to do this in now, but never mind. We've got numbers. So that's just the artists. Mm. That'd be a one again. And then it's six. So we've got one, two, two one, minutes, six. 50. So I'm going to try putting them in that order. One, two, one, six into the gun, into the musket lock. The combination lock clicks open. Well done, Dom. Fantastic. Woohoo. You now have. A gun, though 
by the way, Dom having gone to do that, he obviously released the lever, which closed up the armoured cabinet, second beam, and the door to the room that Onikos and Allard are in. Yep, so I throw the I throw the musket through the hole so it can clatter down the stairs. Uh, no, you can't, because the musket is chained to the cabinet. You could move oh. it a couple of metres, but you can't go any further with it. Ah, oh, see, I thought we wanted ah. to shoot that lock. Okay. So can I... I feel like there's a... There's would a, I be able to aim it through the hole at the lock across the across and down the lobby? You would be able to if the door was open. But what about the hole that we crawled through? Yeah, but the hole in the wall is at the balcony level. So that you can see from the gun cabinet, turning back to the hole in the wall, you can see back towards the the balcony, which eventually becomes stairs, um, but I can't yeah, aim it round and down. No, you can't. You can't see down that corner. Your only eye line from the gun cabinet to the armored cabinet is through the door to the room, which is currently closed. Yeah. So I'll go to that lever and open the western door. Someone else needs to go to the other lever to open the eastern door, and yeah. then we've got the lock open. And then the third person can come and grab the musket, put the ball. Forty-five in there, seconds. And shoot the lock. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. Let's try that. The musket fires, and with uncanny aim, the musket ball finds its home in the lock, shattering it into pieces. The cabinet bursts open, revealing a skeleton with a musket ball impaled in the middle of his forehead. The skeleton springs to life, leaps out of the cabinet, which bursts into flames. The skeleton kicks the front door open and marches into the garden with the jaunty gait of a child that's heard the ice cream van is approaching. He wrenches the shovel from its pile of earth, leaps into the grave, and proceeds to bury himself deeper and deeper until only a single skeletal arm is left above ground, awkwardly moving the ground upon itself. Satisfied, the arm drives the shovel into one end of the hole and vanishes beneath the earth leaving it stood at one end of the grave, rather like a crooked headstone. The house, meanwhile, is being rapidly consumed by flames. You leave through the front door and dash down the path, where you meet the gaze of a horrified-looking estate agent in a leased BMW and an overshiny blue suit called Connor. He appears to work for Foxton's. Feeling your wallets tingling, you dive into the dead orchard and run. Congratulations, you've solved my puzzle. <laughs> Hey, hey, well done, everyone. Called Connor, or is that something I should wait for the pub episode for? <laughs> Why don't we discuss that in the pub? Okay. Well done, everybody. How much time do we uh, have left on that? Uh, you had about 45 seconds. <laughs> nice. That was nowhere near as grim as I thought it was mm. going to be. Aww. Incredibly I, tame I, for I, you, John. Thank you, I yeah. think. Oh no, so now we find out that the, the man that we've allowed to lay himself to rest was something terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that Connor's going to take the house now and just build apartments on it. Bulldoze the orchard. But then <laughs> that's what oh, happened. Oh, this was here. Connor's plan all that's, along. That's the, yeah. essentially the plot of uh, Poltergeist, wasn't it? And up. Yes. Kind of. Uh, wait, which which I, ven- I, vengeful well, spirit was in? I, in I up? don't think Carl was a was a poltergeist. That's a much better way of uh, of reading that film, though. Hits the he hits the guy, and then the creepy corporate guy with no face and glasses puts his hand on the post, and they take his house. Yes, but I'm now. Well, going, they, he takes the house away. But whenever I see up, I'm going to believe that Carl actually uh did himself in after um she popped her clogs ellie died yeah and the rest of the film oh. is is poltergeist activity 
Yeah. Cool. But why would you go and poltergeist in an area that has no other humans apart from little Russell? It's, it's a good point as well. He still wanted an like, adventure, but he could only haunt his house. That's true. The poltergeists I'm, can't leave their home, can they? So he that's why he was able. That's why he was able to to float away because he was so yes. light. It wasn't the amount of balloons he used. It was just because he was so I'm also I get it thinking, now. like, the amount of 30-storey you know, apartment blocks that stand on places where creepy old houses used to be must be vast. And yet you never get a mm. haunted 30-storey modern boring apartment block, do you? Not really. Why like, do you think that the would lift be... never works? Oh, sure you do. It smells like piss. It's a ghost. <laughs> a ghost having a ghost piss. And on that cheery note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And my God, it more or less went to plan this time. Um, I'm as surprised as you are. Join us next week in the pub for the going through the entrails of this one. If you like this sort of thing, you've enjoyed the show, and you want to reach into the dells of our back catalogue, we are on the internet at www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com or at at tier underscore podcast, where Jamie can terrorise you on social media. Thanks for listening. We love you lots. And we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Hmm.